Welcome to the Thought Leader Revolution with Nikki Ballou. Join the revolution. There's never been a better time in history to speak your truth, find your freedom, and make your fortune. Each week, we interview the world's top thought leaders and learn the secrets of how they built a six to seven figure practice. This episode has been brought to you by eCircleAcademy.com, the proven system to add six to seven figures a year to your thought leader practice. Welcome to another exciting episode of the podcast, The Thought Leader Revolution. I'm your host, Nikki Ballou, and we are doing Thought Leader Nugget number 59, and it's called The Connection Engine. So now's the time to look at how to turn all these wonderful connections you've been getting as a result of listening to the other Thought Leader Nugget episodes that we've been doing recently into A, business directly with these connections, and then B, into a continuous stream of referrals. As you get connected to these new people, spend time to get to know them and what matters to them, you're going to be able to do business with them. And you need to spend this time with them. It's super, super important. You got to find out what problems they're dealing with in their life and or their business. If they're dealing with the kind of problem that you solve, then it's your duty to ask them if they'd like to have an honest conversation with you about solving it now. Don't let fear get in the way of you helping someone that you're uniquely qualified to help. If you have generated, say, 150 new connections over the course of the year, it's important for you to take the time to speak to each and every one of them for at least 15 and 30 minutes and to get to know them enough till you understand what problems they're dealing with and whether you're the right person to help them solve any of those problems. It's highly likely that out of the 150, there'll be at least 20 that have the problem you solve best. And if you have an honest conversation with each one of them about solving that problem, then you'll be able to have seven to 20 of them become your new clients. And that is a wonderful thing for them and for you. So one of the things that I'm renowned for is teaching people how to develop relationships with each other. So they generate referrals and recommendations to do business with one another on an ongoing basis. And that is something that's called the referral marketing engine. It's important for you to discover who are the best people in your network of connections, especially in your best connections, that are non-competitors to you who serve the same clients that you do, because that will allow you to cross-refer clients and business to one another. These connections and relationships are super important for you to cultivate because they become about far more than simply doing business with one another. These are folks that can refer business to you again and again and yet again. But for that to happen, you need to practice Ivan Meisner of BNI's philosophy of giver's gain. Once you've established this type of relationship with someone whose business is truly complementary to yours and does business with the same type of people you do business with, then it's very important that you give first. Sit down with this individual, either in person or virtually, and take the time to understand who this person is and what type of clients they have and want. I believe there are five questions you need to ask them and be able to answer for yourself if and when they ask these questions of you so that they can reciprocate in generating ongoing referrals for you. Here are the five questions. Who's your client avatar, i.e., who's your very best type of client? Two, who's your most profitable type of client? Three, who serves your type of clients? Four, who are your natural referral partners? And five, if you and I were to meet together in exactly three years, where would you need to be in your personal and professional life for you to be very happy with your progress? That last question comes from 
the legendary founder of strategic coach, Dan Sullivan. Now let's delve into each of these questions in turn. Question number one, who is your client avatar? In other words, who is the very best type of client that you have or would like to have? What are their demographic characteristics, age, marital status, gender, location, kids, no kids, etc.? What are their psychographic characteristics? What kind of music they like, movies, hobbies, religion, political views, etc.? Okay, so imagine a Venn diagram, three circles. Circle in the top left is people you love working with. Circle in the top right is people you get great results with. And people in the bottom circle are the ones who value you, pay the most, and refer lots. Okay, this Venn diagram is helpful in determining who your best clients are. They're the ones who have all the demographic and psychographic characteristics you're looking for in a client you want to work with and fit in the sweet spot of the diagram above and that you love working with them. You're able to get them great results because of the work you do with them. They value you and the work that you do for them and they're thrilled to pay your premium rates. That's very, very important. Your premium rates, they're thrilled to pay them and This is also very important. They refer you lots and lots of clients. Take the time to go through your client list, past and present, and determine which, if any, are right in the sweet spot in your version of the Venn diagram that I just outlined for you in your beautiful imagination. Then map out the demographic and psychographic characteristics of each of those clients, and voila, you've determined who's your best and most profitable type of client. And that'll make it easy for you to answer questions three and four. So knowing who your client avatar is will allow you to find out who else serves them who is not a competitor to you. Figuring that out will allow you to identify who your natural referral partners are. For example, if you're a business coach who works with coaches and consultants who own their own firm under 100K a year in revenue and you help them add 100K to a million a year into their business, i.e. like me, who else would also serve them? A business accountant, a website and app developer, a Facebook ad agency, a copywriter, a graphic designer, a podcast coach, an online course coach, a local bank branch, an event space, et cetera, et cetera. If you can find some people among your best connections who serve the same clients you do, then you can sit down and go through the power of connecting exercise with them and introduce several clients and prospects to one another. You might even consider approaching prospects together to offer a more comprehensive solution to their problem. For example... My company, Circle Academy, is connected with a web developer and a Facebook ads company. The two of them have cross-referred many prospects to me and me to them. The most important aspect to getting this referral marketing engine going is to take the time to cultivate relationships with the type of folks who clearly serve the same clients that you do. Having a trusted referral relationship with four or five such individuals will absolutely take your business to a whole new level and do the same for them. This is where the answers to question five become very important and relevant to helping you create the right referral engine connections for yourself and your business. And as I said, Dan Sullivan is the fellow who taught me this question. It's a very powerful question. Where do you want to be in your business in three years? For example, you may want to be earning a million in after-tax profits every year and have a lead and revenue generating engine that's humming so you can turn it on at will. You may want to have ideal clients only working with you in your business. With all non-ideal clients being repelled from you and your offerings, you may want to work only 20 hours a week, two weeks a month, and take a full four months off a year to do whatever the heck you want. Where do you want to be in your personal life in three years? For example, you may want to be in the best shape of your life with a six-pack, energy to burn, and clothes that fit you beautifully. You may also want to come home and have dinner with your family every night and go on a six-week vacation with them once a year. You may want to have written the great American novel and published it and sold a million copies. You may want to donate $100,000 a year to your favorite causes and charities. 
you may want to learn how to sing and play a musical instrument and put out an album. All these are very powerful, motivating goals and intentions, and answering them in this fashion can really help you utilize the power of connecting in a way that helps you generate these results way faster than you ever could on your own. David Goggins, possibly the toughest and baddest man on the planet, talks about how without the help of some very important people in his life, he would have never accomplished some of the insane goals he set for himself. He only became a Navy SEAL because someone agreed to let him do three hell weeks in a year. He started his career as a speaker with the help of someone very important in his book, which sold millions of copies and made him rich, came from a connection he made with someone else. And this is the most can-do, take-ownership-oriented man alive. And he acknowledges that he needed and still needs the help of the friends and connections he has made in his life to help him achieve his goals. If that's his story, you better believe that if you want his kind of life success, it better become part of your story too. Now, at the end of the day, the power of connecting is all about sharing and giving your fellow human being. You need them and they need you. For it to be effective, as part of your business generation strategy, you need to embody what Mark Von Muser calls the three C's, curiosity, caring, and concern. The only way for you to be able to truly connect and be of service to someone is to be curious about them. Who are they? What are they dealing with? What's the pain in their life or their business? And this curiosity needs to be about more than what Werner Erhard calls than in order to. You can't be curious as a technique in order to generate a sale. You just need to be curious as a good, caring human being. People can feel it if you're doing something just in order to get a sale. It reeks a commission breath. Your curiosity has to be something you cultivate, bring forth in your relationships with all men and women. When you're in a discussion with someone for personal or business reasons, be curious about them. Ask them questions. For example, I'm curious, Jamie, what do you do? Can be followed up with how long have you been in business, which itself can lead to what do you love best about your business? What are you most frustrated about in running your business? I recommend that you create a category of five to 10 different types of questions that you can ask anyone you're in a power connecting type conversation with. These categories can include general, lead gen, sales conversion, marketing strategy, impact on home life, clarity of message, client avatar, culture and HR, systems and processes, and impact of competition. Within each category, come up with at least five questions that'll help you satisfy your curiosity and understand the good, the bad, the great, and the ugly in each person's business while allowing them to feel like you're genuinely interested. And shout out to the great Nick Shabazz of the Eponymous YouTube channel for this awesome phrase, the good, the great, the bad, and the ugly. Now, people love it when you show real interest in them and their problems. Think about it. Don't you feel the same way? Curiosity naturally leads to caring. It comes from within. If you really allow how much you care to infuse the questions you ask, the other person will feel it, and that'll lower the trust wall and allow them to open up to you more. That helps you develop a stronger relationship with them. People love it when you care about them and you show it. It'll help inform the questions you ask of them, and it'll make it easier for you to be able to serve them. When it comes down to it, business is about solving problems for other people and doing so at a profit. Heart-driven business is about solving their problems because you truly care and are moved by solving this particular set of problems for this particular group of people. Caring goes hand-in-hand with concern. Caring about the person you're in conversation with leads to concern about them and wanting to solve the problems they're dealing with. For example, if their business is stuck on a plateau and they aren't able to solve that problem, chances are it's affecting their home life, their health, and their stress levels. You can help them get real with themselves about that by showing concern and asking the right questions to help them and you uncover that. Many people who are dealing with a problem in their lives or businesses suffer from ostrich syndrome. 
They stick their head in the sand and avoid dealing with it or the fallout from it. That's dangerous for them because that means the problem never gets solved. And the negative impact it has on their life could cause permanent damage to their physical and mental health, their relationship in their home life, and their self-belief in themselves as a special person, a child of God, put here to achieve a mighty purpose and live life as the best version of themselves. Your concern for them can help them get real about the problems they're dealing with and the very real impact of these problems on their life and their physical, mental, and emotional well-being. This is the power of curiosity, caring, and concern. And finally, you have to have a fourth C, and that's commitment to allow you to fully leverage the power of connecting in your existing and upcoming relationships. In my book, Finish Line Thinking, How to Think You Win Like a Champion, I identify 13 principles that separate champions from the also rants. Principle number 10 talks about the distinction of being committed and addicted. We're going to reproduce that for you here because it's critical to taking your ability to succeed with the power of connecting to the next level. You're either run by your addictions or by your commitments. What do I mean by that? Here's a couple examples. You may say you have a commitment to get up at 6 a.m. every day and work out, but when the alarm rings, you hit the snooze button repeatedly and you don't get up until 6.45 a.m. This leaves you no time to work out. Here, you're addicted to sleep and that addiction went out over your commitment to work out. Okay, you may say that you're committed to eating healthy as a way of life. But when you go to your friend's party and they offer you double-layered chocolate cake made with extra sugar, you have three pieces. Here, you're addicted to cake, and that addiction defeated your commitment to eat healthy. You may say you're committed to doubling your sales this year, but instead of making prospecting calls two hours a day, you go surf the web or clean up your desk. Your addiction to distracting yourself defeated your commitment to increasing your sales. Champions are committed. They don't sleep in. They don't eat chocolate cake. They don't go out drinking Friday night. They go to bed early. They wake up early. They eat right, and they cut out the alcohol they're committed to winning. They're not addicted to sleeping in, to eating cake, or boozing it up on a Friday night. They don't distract themselves by surfing the web or straightening out their desk. They make prospecting calls day in and day out. They make sales appointments and they close sales because they're committed to winning and not to distracting themselves with trivia. Are you run by your commitments or your addictions? If you're honest with yourself, you realize that like all of us, you have some commitments and some addictions. And ask yourself this question, in what area can I move out of being addicted and into being committed. Are you committed to making a difference for the people that come across your path through daily life and your application of the power of connecting? If the answer is yes, then your addiction to comfort or doing the easy way will lose out to your commitment to make a difference for others and grow your business so that it can be the best version of itself. Commitment to the other person and truly making a difference for them and helping them out of the morass that the problems in their life and in their business have created will allow you to live a fulfilled life and grow a wonderful business, one person, and one connection at a time. Finally, it's important to rinse and repeat. To make this work the kind of impact you want it to have, you need to keep following the process, working the system, and making the daily connections with people. You will only win if you're willing to lose. The great Mark McCoy, a 15-time Canadian champion, the 110-meter hurdles, a two-time world champion, and the 1992 Olympic champion, said that in order to win, you need to learn to lose. That means that you got to expect losing to be part of the winning process. If you simply quit as soon as you lose, you'll never be able to develop the fortitude to win. Have a daily plan for implementing the power of connecting in your business. Set time aside to have a minimum number of conversations with your existing best connections or with the people that they have introduced to you. Take the time to go and meet with the people that are part of your VCP process plan. Do it day in and day out. No exceptions, no excuses. This is a long play, not a short play. It's a marathon, not a sprint. To make sure that you get this and you are absolutely good to go, read this again. 
This is a marathon, not a sprint. There's no other way to do this. The great David Goggins, the author of the book Can't Hurt Me, talks about the process of what it takes to truly win in life. He sets himself big, hairy, audacious goals, and he throws himself in the deep end to achieve them. Goggins decided he wanted to be a Navy SEAL, and yet at the time he wanted to go for it, he was 108 pounds over the maximum weight for being a Navy SEAL at his height. He had just three months to lose the weight, three months to drop 108 pounds. That's nuts, but that's what Goggins signed up for, and within three months, he dropped 108 pounds. But the story doesn't end there. Goggins went through the SEAL qualification program, including the infamous Hell Week, where SEALs are put through a solid week with no sleep and intense levels of physical mental challenges, and he got hurt. And he couldn't complete the program. Frustrated but undaunted, he applied to go through the program again and was granted permission. He started right at the beginning and went through another hell week and got hurt again, was unable to complete the program. His frustration began to mount, but he had no quit in him and he asked for and was granted permission to go through the program one more time. But this was to be his last attempt. The man in charge of the program told him if he washed out again, he was done. Goggins began the process right at the beginning. He went through yet a third hell week and he developed a series of stress factors on his shin bones. Knowing that he had to complete the program or lose his chances at becoming a SEAL, Goggins taped up his lower limbs in duct tape to keep him rigid and went through the program. And this time, he completed it. He's the only man in history to go through three hell weeks in a single year. But you don't need to be David Goggins. But you can benefit from adapting his mindset. Rinse, repeat. Wasn't that awesome? That was awesome. If you enjoyed this episode, share it with somebody. Because we're wrapping up. And that wraps up another exciting episode of the podcast, The Thought Leader Revolution. To find out more about this incredible book, The Power of Connecting, How to Activate Profitable Relationships by Serving Your Network, go to Amazon and order it. And to find out more about how you can apply these methodologies, take good notes. But if you're still stuck and you want to find out how you can take your business to the next level, go to my website, ecircleacademy.com. Click on the button that says book a success call, fill in the application. Let's get you started. It's time for you to make an extra hundred grand in the next 90 days. If you're up for that, you're ready for that and you want it and you need it. Let's rock and roll. Until next time. Goodbye. This episode has been brought to you by eCircleAcademy.com, the proven system to add six to seven figures a year to your thought leader practice. 